Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our live feed update for September 6th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me today is Puya. How are you doing, Puya? I'm doing good, Taryn. I have a Red Bull on hand, ready to go. I have a coffee ready to go. I stayed up all night, ready to break down the heavy, heavy day that we have at hand here. Mm. Lots to update. There was a double eviction, so it's the Friday morning after the double eviction, and the first bit of news I have to tell you is... They've not played the HOH competition yet. Nope. <laughs> no HOH. Um, Nicole is still with the key around her neck, but we are here to break down every... We should have started at one, really, is what I think should happen. Honestly. So it's a heavy morning. Heavy mm. morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can't tell you who the new HOH is, but we can tell you... Some of what happened yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. It was day 79 in the house, and it certainly was an exciting day. Um, you just probably seen most of it. Uh, so prior to the uh, the double eviction, there wasn't really much that was going on. Um, Ultimately, what we got to was uh, the double eviction where Jess was evicted unanimously. Um, I can tell you that I watched her extended interview. Um, I can also tell you that if you watch Jess at double speed. Just saying a lot more listenable. Yeah, no harm in that. You're not going to miss out on any key info. It'll be quick and painless. Unlike listening to full speed, which was kind of agonizing. Um, her ex interview, uh, I, I, I got the sense from her in the uh, in the goodbye messages that she was 
fairly anti Jackson and Holly. Um, she talked about like, oh, they're just going to let them win. But I feel like she doesn't want them to win. She talked about Jackson playing a dirty game. Um, so that's that's typically the sort of signal that they're not really a vote for that person. If they say a dirty game. Um, so uh, I would not really count on Jess's vote for Jackson or Holly. Uh, she lit up when she saw Cliff in the goodbye message. She was like so so on Nicole. She was beaming when she saw Christy um, and she was very pleased with Tommy's goodbye message who said that she was an inspiration. Um, so those are uh, obviously Christy was also going to be evicted. So I would say Tommy and Cliff actually uh, were, would be my front runners just based on her reaction to the goodbye messages. Um, and then uh, and then maybe maybe Nicole in there with a shot. But I would probably put Jackson and Holly there at the bottom. Yeah. And uh, the key points here with her out, her takes on everyone leaving. Uh, she told Julie that two people she felt closest to were Christy and Nicole. And this was before she saw the goodbye messages. And then also when asked, who do you think is coming out next? Slash, who would you want to come out next? She said she thinks Holly's coming out next and that she would have wanted it to be Mickey to come out next. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, you know, you see the two people that were mentioned in the middle doing good for themselves, which is Cliff and Tommy based on the goodbye messages. It's a good yeah. place to be with, uh, with uh, Jessica. Yes. So then we get to the double eviction and Nicole is going to pull out a win there. Uh, I did go back and see the end of the HOH competition. It does seem incredibly clear to me yeah. that Cliff did throw that competition. Uh, he literally took out a piece that was already in and went to go put it somewhere else that it didn't fit in. Um, as soon as he heard that Nicole was completing hers. Um, so he did, did seem to throw that one to Nicole. Nicole's going to take the win and just put Tommy and Christy straight on the block. Luckily, they they had decided against the idea that if one of them won the veto, they would target Jackson and Holly. That's good. Um, And then Cliff is going to win the veto and it's going to send Christy home and they decide to send Christy home. So there's a lot to, you know, just, 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 Gus, uh, within within those uh, options there. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, Christy switching that that question at the end cost her that veto uh, potentially, and then the decision to send Christy home over Tommy. Um, I've gone back and forth on it myself. I kind of initially thought that 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 Christy would be better to keep in because. She would be less likely to want to work with Jackson and Holly. But at the same time, I feel like she's in some ways more likely to work with Jackson and Holly. And also you want, you kind of want Tommy to win the HOH. You kind of want Tommy and or Christy to win the next HOH. And I feel like Tommy is more capable of that. But then at the same time, if Jackson or Holly win the HOH, then you don't want Tommy there to win the veto because then you're screwed. So it's, it's really, I've gone back and forth. Yeah. No, and I think that's a fair assessment to feel that way. I do think I still feel the same as last week where it was kind of like, we know uh, Cliff and Nicole are going to be in the best spot coming into this double eviction. And I do think for them, one of them leaving was good. The fact that they didn't waffle and put one half of both sides in was really good for them. Just take one clear shot. That person left is going to just try and do what's best for them. And right now, what's best for them is to split up what we see as the showman. So it's a matter of whether they're going to follow through with that or not. I do think Tommy's someone who will think about this. If he it does win HH, I'm like, 
I have to take a shot. I have to take a shot at the two people who have been passing this HOH back and forth the whole way through because they can just make a run at the end here if they're both here. So that's kind of where I think that would go. And then at the same time, as much as last night, myself was one of the vocal ones saying like they should be for like Nicole should be trying to get them to force a Tommy vote out instead of Christy. It honestly just comes down to the fact that the fact that one of the two went is a big enough win and they should be fine here um, outside of something crazy happening and the wrong person winning HH, wrong person winning veto. Yeah, I, I don't think it was I, I don't think the decision was a do or die one. I think that yeah. there's definitely pros and cons to both sides. I think I still probably lean. I would would have preferred to see Tommy go uh, for them. But uh, but it's it's marginal, I think, at best. So ultimately, it's going to be Christy that leaves in her exit interview with Julie, the extended one. Um, <laughs> a bit awkward. Yeah, uh, Julie. First of all, she says none of my emotional outbursts were strategy. Not a one. Uh, I tried to cry one time when sis left because I felt like I wasn't crying enough, but I couldn't. Um, it was all real. None of it was for show, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired yeah it, it, I, I like when people own up to stuff like that like listen I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat it it worked to my benefit at points but it was just all me being me and me feeling my feel so I'll take it yes um, but then we got to get to this part where Julie wants to ask Christy about the fact that she swore on her sister so much and lied yeah. on her sister so much so first she's like first of all do you even have a sister? Which is such a strong starting point. Like, it's so right in her face. Like, just, <laughs> do you even have a sister? Of course I have a sister. What? His entire approach was just, I, I have a feeling, you know, Julie was on the Facebook for a little bit, looked at what the casuals want. I was like, all right, they don't like Christy. I'm going to find a way to, like, go after her. It was just a little weird to me. The whole interaction was odd to me. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, Julie's kind of just like, well, I mean, you you lied, like, on your sister's life. And Chris was like, what? No, no, I didn't do that. I would never do that. I didn't, right? I didn't do that. Julie was like, no, you know, we caught you lying. She's like, oh. I don't remember doing that. Uh, and so then like getting this back and forth where Julie's like, no, you definitely did. And Chrissy's like, yeah, I don't remember though. And so Julie's like, okay, well, let me tell you what it was. Then you, you said that you, you swore on your sister's life that you had never even been in a room with the six that you made a deal with uh, the whole cliff and, and Nicole final six deal. Um, and that it wasn't an alliance and all of that. Uh, but you had just been in a room, all six of you and Christy was like oh, I don't think so I don't remember being in a room with them that night at all actually though so I'm not sure about what you're talking about I mean I just I don't I, and Julie's like look it's this is Big Brother it's okay to be ruthless in Big Brother and <laughs> Christy's just like yeah but I don't I just don't feel like I did the, those things <laughs> it's really funny because you can tell Christy's now trying to walk this line of like do I want to seem like I'm not that type of person? I'm not brutal like that. Or do I own up? But like, she can't really find the through line there and she can't tell what Julie really wants out of this. And I feel like Julie just wants to like have Christy, have those feelings, have her emotions. You know, that's been the star of Christy's entire game is her having these feelings. So 
just having this weird space for them both to navigate and Christie's mind kind of exploding right in front of our eyes was pretty fun to watch. Mm. So this this could be indicative of how, of of what we see of Christie in the jury house um theoretically so we'll have to wait and see on that but um but that was christy's exit interview she didn't get goodbye messages she may i i think i do remember they 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 uh this is what i tried to get at last night was that um in big brother 19 they talked about how everyone gets goodbye messages and i feel like they were like no no raven got a goodbye message even though she left in the double eviction stuff like that so i feel like they might record some uh and send them to christy in the in the jury house but we likely wouldn't see them um but ultimately christy is rooting for tommy obviously she thinks that jackson is gonna win the game um she doesn't there's a part there's half of jackson that she really likes half of jackson that she really doesn't like but she respects him um and so that's about where christy stood here uh in that in that goodbye message or sorry in that uh exit interview yeah the the reason why this past week has been probably one of my more favorite ones despite the result kind of being obvious that jessica's leaving from the jump is that the win equity levels are fluctuating a lot i feel like holly's gone down jackson's going up it's more and more clear that jackson if he sits at the end, is the one where they're all going to be like, well, we kind of saw that coming. He did kill it, so that's good. And then if he's sitting next to Holly, I think it's starting to look a little bit more slanted. And then we saw Nicole winning an HOH, which I think bumps up her equity quite a little bit here. Um, so the fluctuation in winning is what I've been really into coming out of this week. Mm-hmm. So then we, we come back to the house. The feeds come back. Um, Cliff, Nicole, Jackson, Holly are celebrating they're reaffirming their final four we did it the trust has been established was just one left to go we are we are bringing this home we are the final four we are not betraying each other uh tommy very sad does a, a little bit of uh just kind of like by him he's pretty much by himself for most of the time that the feeds are back for this time period uh just kind of just like oh man <laughs> Just taking some time to himself. Yeah. Um, Cliff is very proud of Nicole. They have some sweet moments. Uh, and then the feeds go down for the HOH competition, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, been an hour. Oh, it's been an hour 30. It's going to be a long one. We know that there's going to be uh, guest hosts. So this should be fun. And mm-hmm. then hour 40, hour 50. All right. I can't wait to find out who it's going to be. Taryn, who is it going to be? Uh, well, uh, Swaggy and Bailey are going to be hosting. I know that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to find out who won the HOH, though. Well, you know, uh, I think <laughs> more importantly, what are Swaggy and Bailey going to do? Who knows? Who knows? It's going to be unpredictable, just like the the result of the HOH was unpredictable. So, so here's here's part of the confusion. Swaggy last night tweeted that he was backstage <laughs> and that he would let us know when the HOH competition's over. I'm looking for that tweet now, and it looks like he deleted the tweet. Yeah, he um since then that tweet has been deleted and I saw another one that came up about 10:30 this morning saying HOH is going to be in an hour. That was been about 45 minutes ago is when he said it would start. Wait, he said that? Yeah, yeah, the there's a he has should have a tweet somewhere out there that says that from like 10:30 this morning. Oh man, did he delete that one too cuz I can't find it. Oh my god. Yeah, they're like, "Dude, just stop promising that people things. <laughs> the, the Big Brother fans are going to come out, just delete your Twitter. Just stop." But yeah, yeah, so 
Yeah, so that happened. Then last night, the feeds went down for quite a while. And when they came on, Nicole still had the key around her neck. And we were all trying to figure out uh, what is going on here. What is okay, going on? I, I found the tweet. I found it. It's okay. still up. The last night one or today one? This morning. Okay. Um. Oh, and the one from last night is still there too. Apparently, it's I just uh, am having trouble seeing tweets <laughs> on Swaggy's account. Um, I don't know why it's not there. It's stupid Twitter. I hate Twitter. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, so there's some confusion going on here. Why was the HOH competition not played last night? Why did the feeds go down for two hours only for them to come back up? And they're just hanging out playing backgammon. And Nicole still has the HOH key. I don't know. Your guess is as good as anybody's. I, I think my I th- honestly think that my best guess is that. Something went wrong with the build. Right. That's got to be like something went wrong. They didn't finish completing it in time. The change up in time. I saw someone talking about how Holly wasn't feeling good and Cliff wasn't feeling good. So maybe it was a rest, which I don't really think that would have been the one. Yeah. People, yeah. people think that they delayed it for Holly because she was feeling sick. I, that is not something that they do. No, no, no. no. Why would they want to, you know, delay something like this? And may you come into the morning, I don't think that would be the case. Because now they're going to have a jam-packed day Saturday. Yeah, there, there are a whole bunch of people who are on a work schedule. Like, yeah. uh, they're not, they're not going to like change their entire schedule just because Holly's feeling a little nauseous. Yeah. Miss Wyoming, not Miss Universe. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, yeah, so I, I would imagine that it's some kind of issue with the build. I, I, I don't think that it was planned that they would do it later. I think that they they intended to do it around this time, but uh, but probably probably screwed something up. That would be my yeah. guess. Because like my other thing would have been if I had not seen the Swaggy Tees, would have been, okay, maybe like Swaggy Hollywooded them for the night and they're going to do it in the morning. <laughs> Well, like he tweeted it, so I know he was ready to go. So it's got to be, it's got to be the setup or something logistically from that side and not so much from the house guest side or the guest host side. So we'll find out today. We'll find out on Sunday what it was, what the comp was. So, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're waiting for the, uh, the HOH competition to start. It still hasn't. Um, that, that, uh, swaggy tweet that said it would start in an hour was two hours ago. So <laughs> delete it. Just, Let's let's not look to Swaggy for information about this HOH competition. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but uh, but the feeds did come back after two hours last night. And Nicole talked to Tommy. Uh, she, he feels alone. There's nobody left in the house. She is like, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, it wasn't a shot at you. Well, it was, but you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I did what I had to do. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the game and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm happy for what, for myself, for what I did, but I'm also sad for you and I don't want you to feel alone. You know, you, you have me, um, Tommy says he respects the move. He really appreciates, uh, Nicole. Uh, he, he hopes that he would have her. He doesn't feel like he's the best person to take out at this point. Um, and she encourages him to fight for the HOH. He says he will. And that uh, he will not put her up if he wins the HOH. And then he can say, "Well, I'd have to talk to people first, see what my best play is." But but it kind of gives us a, a, a pretty good idea of where Tommy's head is at. He does not plan on retaliating against Nicole. Um, probably doesn't plan on retaliating against Cliff either. I would imagine that this is a pretty good indication uh, uh, or, or sort of a confirmation about what we were thinking already, which is that Tommy would probably target Jackson and Holly. Yeah. With a uh, veto being used, Cliff kicker as the post uh, veto nominee is what mm-hmm. I would think as well. Yeah, that's where it's going. I do like the, uh, the fact that the Horcrux analogy is coming into full fruition where Christy, his closest ally, being Voldemort's snake, is the last Horcrux to be removed, and now Tommy is available for the pickings. But we'll see. I honestly feel like he has two chances, two competitions to save himself, and then we get to the final four where it's pretty much you can win out. So he just has to survive this week, and it's not so far-fetched that he would. We'll just have to see if he can solidify one of two competitions. And I do think if the BB Comics veto, which we found out last night is going to be the veto this week, if that is something of a, you got to hand glide over and stuff like that, I think he's primed for something like that. So we'll just have to see what kind of build. Mm. Yeah. So Jackson Holly talk for a bit. Uh, they are a little bit concerned about Tommy winning the HOH, but they think he's not going to come for them. We've never done anything to Tommy. We never, we had so many opportunities to take Tommy out and we never did. And you know what? He's going to respect that. And you know, we're just so proud of ourselves. We've done so well. You know, we're just such great people in this house. We've led with our morals. And uh, you know you know what? That's that's why. That's why Nicole chose us. Cause because we are good people and we we don't do things like what Christy did. We didn't prey on, on her weaknesses. We were just loyal and 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 good. And uh and and that's why and that's that's how I want to play this game, says Holly, is I'm just gonna be as respectable as possible and then just hope that I succeed. And if I don't succeed, well at least I was respectable. Um and there you go. Yeah. Yeah, now everyone's a nice person. This reeked of people who know they're in deep trouble, but are trying to convince themselves everything's fine by just saying stuff out loud, positive reinforcements out loud. Because they're still coming into this week thinking, we're fine. We're not the ones that are going to be taking shots at. If anything, look at Nicole and Cliff. They just won. They split them up. We didn't do anything. But we're good. Everything's fine. This is, I truly feel like this is just them on the surface trying to remain calm and keep each other motivated and be like, Honestly, there's no reason for us to panic. Let's not spend our precious minutes panicking about this. Let's argue about other stuff amongst each other and be angry and be Jackson, be Jackson. It's just, you know, stuff like that. Let's focus on that. Yeah. And let's also focus on how Puya 
we're the good podcasters. We're, yeah. we're the moral ones. You know, I think that's why everyone really likes Puya Fridays is because you lead with your morals and, um, you know, it's, you're just, you're just so much more respectable than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I never drag anybody. I don't drag any of these, you know, players ever. I don't make fun of them, their likeness, their tattoos, you know, their decisions, their lack of gameplay. I, they're all amazing. They're all incredible. They're all up here. I am, but humbly down here. Yeah. And, and I think everyone can agree that, that you being so great and respectable, even if you, even if you were a terrible podcaster, at least you'd be able to say, but I'm respectable. Yeah. I mean, I, the very least I can hang my hat on that. I'm a respectable podcaster, not the group, not a good podcaster, but a respectable. I will, I'll take that and, you know, run with that. Okay. Podcaster. Uh, <laughs> Jackson and Holly are very pleased with Cliff and Nicole. They'd say that Jackson in particular is like, uh, you know, he's the guy that's, uh, you know, I, I, I've always looked out for other people. I never selfish in my life. And, you know, I usually, when I, when I do something for someone else, I'm, I'm, I'm so used to being let down. And so it feels so good to have it have my great wonderful actions finally be reciprocated back to me uh cliff and nicole you guys thank you so much remember last year i don't know if you will this is obscure this is a me and you exclusive remember last year when we talked about fessy being an r slash nice guy (laughs) jackson is this season's fessy in that regard also the fact that jackson's been trying to redo his image the entire season after being talked to in the dr about being respectful and caring about women and caring about people and being the martyr that he is. Anytime he comes out with something like this, I have to side eye it. It helped. Something happened this morning to about 25 minutes outside of us getting on here that reeked of the same thing and was very irritating because he was talking about Hollywood, which I will talk about later. But what I'm trying to say here, we can talk is, about it now. There's not much left to okay. talk about. I mean, that is true. So, uh, yeah. So, um, this morning, you know, we see Holly. She's putting on her makeup, getting ready for the day. And she's wearing a shirt. She's wearing a top. She's not wearing a bra today. Not yet, at least. And Jackson coming in all huffing and puffing his chest like, you know, last night you told me to be like respectable and like be conscious of these things. And I think, uh, you know, you it's kind of, you know, hypocritical that you're not doing the same thing. I don't I could care less, but <laughs> I'm just saying by you not doing it, by you not wearing a bra you are violating what you said is a principle. So it's the principle. It's not me saying, I don't care. Do what you want to do. I'm not even trying to talk down to you. I'm just telling you, this is what I think you should do. And she's like, okay. I mean, I just didn't think it was the same thing, but I I take your point. Yeah. And so to to cue this up, like last night, I have, I don't know what he was doing exactly, but like, he was like, uh, flashing the cameras. He was, he was doing something which may or may not have been able to like it theoretically could have been in a position where like uh, the whole bottom half could have been uh, both sides could have been uh, out there on the cameras. And Holly was like, Whoa, Jackson, uh, careful there. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, don't be exposing those things to the cameras. And, uh, and so Jackson feels like, uh, Hey, Holly, you, you, giving me crap about you know uh full-on flashing nonsense there um 
what about what about going brawless? This this not the same thing. Is uh, come on, cool your jets, Jackson. Also, why is it that Jackson has to keep finding new ways for us to discuss his McNuggets on the? <laughs> I'm not. I don't love this. I don't love this at all. But yeah, so this is going on. Like he's saying everything that we've just like talked about. And then you can clearly tell he's fishing for an apology from her. He wants her to apologize to him because she'll be like, okay, you know, I didn't think it was kind of on the same level, but I take your note, no point taken. I've been, you know, I didn't think about not wearing one. I just haven't worn one yet. And then he's like, okay. And then he'll like say something underhanded before he walks away just to like reel her back in and like kind of piss her off even more. But then to also re-argue, you know, I don't care. I honestly don't like, you know, if we were outside this house, you don't think I would be showing you off? Like, don't wear a bra. I would love that. But in this house, according to your principles, you should be wearing a bra. And I like insanity, insanity. And I kind of wish the HOH would have happened last night. So we wouldn't have to talk about this stuff. But not that the spotlight's on Jackson. Let's kind of talk about how Jackson is an awful person and really is the R slash nice guy of this season. Oh, boy. Uh <laughs> So that's that's what's going on with them. Um, Nicole got her HOH basket. Yes, this was very sweet. Uh, she got unicorn slippers, which of course Tommy is obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, she got uh, a letter. She got pictures. It was very very nice. She showed them to us. Um, you know, uh, it was a, a very nice moment. I'm very happy for Nicole that she managed to uh, to do this, and uh, things are uh, very much looking up for Nicole now in the house. Yeah, that was a very wholesome moment. I'm glad we got to at least have the spotlight, if not on the HOH, be on the fact that we get to celebrate Nicole's HOH a little longer. She gets to have that feeling a little longer. She ended up getting a, a box of Lucky Charms with three unicorns. She was like, how long have I been in here that there's three unicorns on this thing? So that was cute. Um, we found out that her music would have been the Backstreet Boys, One Direction, or the Monkees, for those of you who are keeping up with who's listening to what in the house. And then I also saw someone tweet that there is a new show called The Unicorn coming on oh, yeah. this fall. So I wonder if there's some kind of cross promotion that's about to hit here. That's what this basket was themed after. We'll find out. <laughs> you know, I talked about uh, maybe Nicole was cast because they'd had a lot of bird content this season, but maybe it was a double purpose that both birds and yeah. unicorns. It was really she really fit their themes uh, very well perfectly to a T. They found everything they needed in that archetype in Nicole, and it was a shoe-in. Can I just say about the the unicorn commercials that we see, uh, I'm not used to Walton Goggins being like uh, just like not a bad guy or cop or something and so i for a really long time i thought that show was like about him being a bad guy or cop or secret agent or something and then i realized it was just like him being a single dad dating and i was like oh i don't i don't understand this doesn't work for me i don't know who this guy is now i feel like every season we have this exact same plot plus a new weird title and we're just putting it on the fall line and then it just goes away after six months so i don't know what they're trying to do with this show here Honestly, the fact that, you know, the neighborhood has a second season out is baffling to me. I don't know what's outside of honest to God, outside of uh, Survivor and Big Brother. I don't watch any of the other shows, but when Mm -hmm. I see that they're still there, I'm baffled. But I know it's because I think no one should be watching them or I'm shocked that they have viewership. I, I don't know. I'm just surprised that he is. I mean, he's a lot better than a CBS sitcom. Let's be real. Uh, They must be paying him lots. Money talks. All right. Um, so 
So Nicole got her stuff. So uh, basically what we're looking at here uh, heading into the HOH is that um, it's it's an interesting one because the final five HOH is one of the worst HOHs to win because you are not able to play in the final four HOH, which is super nice to have because you're very, very vulnerable at final four, more so even than at final five. But if you don't win the final five HOH, you are still pretty vulnerable. Um, Point being. You might think, okay, Cliff is pretty safe. If Tommy's going after Jackson and Holly and Jackson and Holly are going after Tommy, then maybe Cliff should throw this HOH so he's able to play in the final four HOH. However, if Jackson or Holly wins HOH, they put up Tommy and, say, Cliff uh, with the intent to vote out Tommy. It's BB Comics. If Tommy wins BB Comics, Tommy is safe. Nicole goes on the block and now it's Cliff and Nicole on the block. Cliff probably going home. Um, That's a really bad spot to be. And honestly, I think Tommy has a pretty good shot at winning BB comics. So Cliff or Nicole, theoretically, but probably Cliff are not out of danger at this point. And you probably want to try to win this HOH. If you're Cliff, obviously best case scenario would be Tommy winning and, uh, and putting up Jackson Holly, as long as they trust that Tommy would do that and that he wouldn't change his plan. If Jackson won the veto, which is also possible because if I'm Tommy and I put up Jackson Holly and Jackson wins the veto. So I know Jackson's going to be there in final four anyway, Might be time to make a deal with Jackson to try to keep myself safe at Final Four because Holly is Holly and Cliff is Cliff. And either one of them could go at that point for me. And then I'd probably make a deal with Jackson to take out Cliff and keep me safe at Final Four. So that's also dangerous, theoretically, for Cliff. So uh, there are a lot of scenarios that can play out here. Uh, Obviously, Tommy would probably target Jackson and Holly. Still probably take out Holly if Jackson won the veto. Jackson or Holly, if they won, would target Tommy. But if Tommy wins, uh uh-oh, Cliff. If Cliff wins... That's also interesting because he has the opportunity to turn on Jackson or Holly if he wants to. Um, probably not the best move, um, but he probably shouldn't. He, he has to be very careful about the veto because if he leaves the wrong person off the block, that person can win the veto, use the veto and force Nicole onto the block. And then theoretically nicole could go home and at the very least opens that door so if i'm cliff i'm probably doing uh jackson and tommy on the block yeah and then holly is the least likely person to win that veto i would assume and then uh hopefully then holly doesn't win the veto and uh you know take jackson down if he puts up holly and tommy or even holly and jackson he's leaving the door open for somebody else like Jackson or Tommy to win the veto and theoretically use it and take out Nicole. Because again, if, if Tommy's off the block and Jackson and Holly know that Cliff has betrayed them, then they can make a deal with Tommy to yeah. use the veto and force Nicole out so on and so forth. So lots of interesting scenarios that can play out this week, depending on who wins the HOH and what happens with nominations and the veto. Yeah. It does go beyond just, is Tommy going to be on the block or not? Cause there's a big chance he is outside of winning HOH. That's kind of the guarantee, but there are a lot of permutations here and variations this can go through depending on who they choose to nom and how it goes. The one thing I still feel very certain about, even though she just won an HOH, that I think Nicole is still pretty safe. Um, unless we do get the scenario mm-hmm. where it's Cliff and Nicole, and then it's a test of Cliff's social game thus far, and then also Nicole's um, new like found comp beastness that they might discuss and be worried about moving forward for these end game competitions. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. And it would have been good to know. 
we've got the HOH, but we don't. So all I can say is Saturday morning is going to be explosive for the podcast because today was not <laughs> yes uh so uh so there you go um it'll be interesting it'll be interesting um you know it's it's this this final five situation it's very difficult to get out just one person at the final five because there's two opportunities for that one person to win. We just saw this play out in Big Brother Canada 7 where there was a final four and uh, and that one person won a competition and proved to be the spoiler there. Um, and that could easily happen here. And what how it plays out from there is kind of down to competition. So it'll be uh, it, these are big ones. These are big, big comps. And we know one of them is BB Comics. So yeah, it's just a matter of what's the other one. I don't know. It could be the um, the sequential one that Bobby Moynihan hosted that one time with the the slap kick punch. Um, that one that feels like an earlier in the season competition, though, don't you think? Or was that later? I, I feel like it was, it was early. I think it was later. I think it was in the second half at the least because Bobby mm. Moynihan hosted it when there was less of them there. I wasn't it like. also a veto? It was, but also wasn't what the bleep and hoh. Yes. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I could see it be something like that. I just don't think it's going to be something. Um, it's going to be something quick. It could just be a questions kind of thing too. Yeah, I mean, well, that's if I feel like if it was something quick. Oh, you're right. They probably would have been last time. night. So I am now expecting a bit more of a setup, um, or at the very least, something that is more than just booths with questions, right? So um, maybe it is. Maybe it is the uh, this the you know whatever it was slap chop slap karate uh thing um that probably requires a decent setup there so and i could see how a malfunction would would mess it up right if one of them's not working you just can't play at this point you gotta wait yeah Yeah. um bowl arena i feel like that doesn't how do you mess up bowl arena right Right. Outside of like the mechanics for the pins not going up and down. Yeah, and, maybe like, that breaks down. Then they'd have to pause as well. That would actually I could see that being the comp. I like if that was the comp. I do enjoy the whole arena. Mm. And it also has to be something that's hostable. So probably not an individual competition, even though certainly those can be hosted. But you have to you have to remember that they were planning on doing this at night. So I don't think it's something that would last a really long time. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I will be live on Twitch today. Very probably. Uh, if you want to find me there at twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, I'll try to go live when the feeds come back from the HOH so that we can uh, see what happens and uh, talk through it before tomorrow. But you can also find me, of course, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happened today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. Um, I thought the last night was a really fun show, Puya. I think so, too. Um, we're talking, I mean, both the show was great. This was one of the best double evictions I feel like I've enjoy, I've seen and enjoyed in years. And then the podcast was a lot of fun, too. It was a really fun group of people. And there was comedy. There was laughter. There was sadness. Uh, it had everything you needed. Yes. All right. So make sure you tune in. Uh, Sunday night as well as we recap all of the shenanigans happening in the episode there. And uh, Everything else. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren Puya. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on all major platforms at Puyaism. And, you know, be on the lookout for the next uh, Big Brother B&B 
drop in at some point early in the next week. I will be there with Liana and Mike talking about plenty of more shenanigans, I assume. It'll be a good time. All right, there you go. Thank you once again for joining us. Find me on Twitch today. I'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.